Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Julia Connor here, and have I got great news for you, parent. Child Youth and School Services is throwing you a party! Yes, we are. (laughs) With me to talk about it is Jody Smith. Jody is Outreach Services Director for Child Youth and School Services. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Julia. Okay, party for parents. First of all, when and where? When and where? It's going to be on November 4th, starting at 8.30 in the morning. We'll go all the way till 2.30 p.m. that afternoon. And we're going to be out at the Comanche Chapel Complex. So we're going to take over that complex on November 4th and throw a really nice party for the parents of Fort Hood. And you're going to start off with a free breakfast, right? Yes, we are. We'll have a free breakfast that morning. We'll do a little bit of opening remarks, and then it's off to the fun for the day. And we have a packed schedule for parents. They can actually pick and choose what they want to do throughout the day. So I'm very excited to offer them these very exciting interactive classes. Okay, tell us about some of the classes. Well, we have classes from several different subject areas. We have classes from the Family Resiliency Academy, which is taught through Army Community Services. We also have classes such as Zumba, a Latin dance class mm-hmm. that I will absolutely be participating in. We all know in. Zumba. Yeah. And um, we also have a martial arts instructor coming, which I'm very excited about because I need to learn some self-discipline uh-huh. while taking care of myself and really exerting some of this, you know, pent-up stress oh, that yeah, I've got. Oh, yeah, I hear And then we'll also have culinary arts classes. We have a visual arts instructor coming in. So I'm I'm thrilled. I think we've got a little bit of something for everyone, and I'm hoping that parents will walk away um, enjoying those activities that they're familiar with, but also learning some new activities. Right, and you're saying that the parents get to pick what yep. classes that they want to take. Um, maybe they want to do something relaxing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they want to learn how to hoi ha ha yes. with the uh, martial art. Exactly. <laughs> Each hour we'll have four classes offered and they'll choose which of the four they want to go through so they can honestly make the day as relaxing as they want or as action-packed as they would like it to be. Okay, and in addition to breakfast, you're also going to give them lunch. Um, Yes, we're serving a complimentary lunch and during lunch, I'm very excited. This is something new this year. Um, We're actually bringing in the Harker Heights High School Jazz and Choir combo to entertain during lunch. Okay. And so parents can not only spend a day relaxing and having a complete, you know, parent day, um, but they can also see the the product of their good work of of how talented the youth in this area are. So I am very I'm I'm a show choir geek. Okay. Big time. And so I'm very excited to see these young people perform and entertain me. So they're going to do a full set. And you've got some prizes too. Um, Yes, we do. We're not going to reveal the big door prizes, of course, until you're at the conference. But we do have some prizes. And then, of course, our partner MWR organizations all over post have actually donated door prizes to be given out throughout the day, such as rounds of golf, um, coupons for the bowling center here on post, some really great things that the parents can walk away and then have fun for the whole family. Cool. Now, what about child care? We are child, youth, and school services. So (laughs) we know that a lot of our parents have little ones that are too little to be in school for the day. And so we actually have over 90 spaces available for free child care. Now, that sounds like a lot, but they will go quickly. Right. So we are expecting for all 90 of those to fill. Those are the free ones. And so I really hope that everyone who needs that free child care for the day will call area code 254 288 
2141 to reserve their free childcare space for the day. And that's provided by kids on site right there at the chapel. So if mom or dad want to check in on the little ones during the day, they're right there with them. Okay, that's great. Of course, the child must be registered with Child Youth and School Services in order to take part. Okay, give us that number one more time. It's area code 254-288-2141. All right, and call now because like you said, the spaces will fill up I know they're already started. We've been taking reservations now for a few days, so I know they're already starting to fill and I hate for anyone to miss out on this conference. Okay, so why have this for the parents? Well, besides the fact that we wouldn't be here, meaning Child Youth and School Services, if it weren't for our parents. And so we, I feel a personal need to say thank you because I exist because you exist. Um, But also I am an Army spouse and I know that our life can get pretty stressful at times. And so I really want to reach out and to tell these parents that there is joy to be had and um, give them a little of that joy that day and say, thank you so much for doing what you do. All right. That sounds good. And it's all free. That's the great part. free. Okay. Absolutely. Now, once again, tell us the number to make reservations and ask about the childcare. The reservation line is 288-2141. You can make the free childcare reservation through that line. And if you're not needing childcare that day, you can call that number and just reserve your spot in the conference. All right. That's 288-2141. I remembered. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Jody. We have been talking about the Party for Parents, CYSS, Having Parent Day, November 4th over at Comanche Chapel. Make sure you make your reservations. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight. Natalie Stovall is returning to Fort Hood November 9th at the Phantom Warrior Center. Natalie Stovall. Natalie Stovall, live, November 9th at the Phantom Warrior Center. The show starts at 5 p.m. It's free and open to the public. Step by step, you're going to walk it on back to me. Natalie Stovall. The whole community is invited to take part in the 2011 Run to Remember, November 5th at Cameron Field on Battalion Avenue. Join us for the half marathon, 5K, or one-mile run walk. Race begins at 8 a.m. Registration is free and open to the public. Sign up at any Fort Hood Army Physical Fitness Center or log on to hoodmwr.com. You can also register the day of the race. Join us for the 2011 Run to Remember, November 5th at Cameron Field on Battalion Avenue. For more info, go to hoodmwr.com. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here and with me in the studio, Sergeant First Class Dietra Woods, Equal Opportunity Advisor, here to talk about Native American Heritage Month, which Fort Hood will be celebrating. When and where will the Fort Hood Observance be held? Um, the celebration will be held on the 8th of November at the House Theater from 1330 to 1430, and it's being sponsored by the Division West EO office. Okay, so who's invited to attend? Um, the event is open to the general public. And that includes all contractors, civilians, and everyone within the surrounding communities of Colleen, Harker Heights, Nolanville, Coppers Cove, so on and so forth, ma'am. So everybody is invited. Yes, ma'am. If they happen to be in the area. So what's going to be going on? Um, there will be a guest speaker, Mr. Werner R. Duncan, who is the chairperson of the Four Winds Intertribal Society. Um, there will also be a flute player from the Choctaw Nation and dancers from the Four Winds Intertribal Society. Native Americans in the military. Tell me about their service. Well, um, the military enlisted Navajo recruits 
were known as the code talkers during World War II. Because the Navajo had an unwritten law of extreme complexity, uh, this enabled the army or even the military to create and, and use the undeciphered code um, to be able to speak without the enemy forces knowing what was going on. Oh, so they actually used that native language. Yes, ma'am, they to, did. Oh, okay. And they were finally honored for that September 17th of 1992. American Indians have also participated with distinction in the United States military for more than 200 years. So their courage, determination, and fighting spirit were recognized by American military leaders as early as the 18th century. And there are some things you just don't realize until you actually look stuff up or someone, you know, maybe somebody who's, whose grandfather or maybe father is involved in that yes, is able true. to tell you about those things. Yes, ma'am. But we're going to be able to learn even more. Uh, even more when we go to the ceremony. Yes, ma'am. Why would you recommend people attend the ceremony? Well, um, for overall awareness for each and every person that's ever gone to any of our ceremonies, that always teaches you just a little bit something that you may never known before. Um, also, this uh, event that's being held is for the Native American and Alaskan, so it'll be interesting. Once again, when and where will the ceremony be? Again, it's going to be on the 8th of November at Howe's Theater from 1330 to 1430. And the sponsoring unit, once again, is Division West. However, everyone is invited to come and to participate. All right. I want to thank you so much for coming by and telling us all about it. I have been talking with Sergeant First Class Dietra Woods, Equal Opportunity Advisor, and we've been talking about the Native American Heritage Ceremony coming up at House Theater on November 8th. I'm Julia Cotter for Fort Hood Spotlight. Hi, I'm Staff Sergeant Timothy Warden. Did you know you could be the first line of defense against suicide? You may be the first to detect warning signs in coworkers and friends. The Army has developed an easy-to-learn ACE intervention training program. ACE training can help you save a life or a soldier. Take a look at your ACE card and remember what to do when you see someone in trouble. Ask about suicidal thoughts, take care of your buddy, and escort your buddy to your chain of command, chaplain, or behavioral health professional. Your actions could save a life. I'm Mike Engen, Fort Hood's Education Services Officer, inviting you to our next education event, the Soldier and Family Member Education Symposium, December 6th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Soldier Development Center. Meet with staff members of the Education Services Division, Army Community Services, Texas Workforce Commission, and more. Get information on the state and federal programs that will help you work toward your academic and career goals. Join us for the Soldier and Family Member Education Symposium, December 6th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Soldier Development Center. Hello, this is Chief Robert Patrick, 41st Fire Brigade. The time has come again. Phantom Thunder 5, November 9th, Sadowski Field. Get with your motorcycle mentor, come out and join us and have a great time. Let's ride. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here and with me in the studio, Terrell McCain, Program Manager for Vets for Warriors, here on Fort Hood to speak to the 3 Corps and Fort Hood Health Promotion Council. Now, Vets for Warriors, explain what that is. Okay, Vets for Warriors is a program that was started in February of 2010, and what it is is a helpline, 24-7 helpline. And notice that I said helpline and not hotline, because a helpline anyone can call that needs peer support and does not have to be in crisis in order to access the line. Now, what's unique about our helpline is that you have trained professionals who are trained in peer support, who are also veterans that served in previous deployments. And what it is is that they provide peer support to individuals who may be coming back from a deployment or who may be about to go on a deployment, going through the stressors of anxiety, a little bit of depression, anything linked to any combat stressors. Say, for example, if you have someone that's getting ready to go on to a deployment, 
who may be stressed out because they have to get all health care issues settled, car payments, house payments, anything that they may have to put on hold while going away. And they may just feel like they don't need to talk to a behavioral health professional, but they may just need to talk to a peer that, you know, may know what they have gone through by going on to a deployment. So where do the vets come from who work there? Operation Iraqi Freedom, Operation Enduring Freedom. They, um, there's a lot of veterans from the National Guard that have come in because you have a lot of individuals who have served in Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom who want to give back to the veteran community to make sure they have the help that they need in order to not just gear up for deployment, but also gear up for after they return from deployment. Now, the phone calls, are they just coming from uh, the actual soldiers or can family members call too? With the helpline, anyone can call in. You could have a relative call in. You could have the actual Marine, soldier, airman, sailor. You could have a friend call in stating that I have some concerns. You know, they, they and it doesn't have to be anything linked to behavioral health. It could be some things that they're just observing at the time they say they could just be a little stressed out because of the fact that they got so used to that structure that they were following while over in deployment that they're just very anxious right now and they might need to talk to someone who has been there so what is the helpline number the helpline number is 1-855-838-8255 also known as 1-855-VET-TALK 1-855-VET-TALK talk yes okay so why would you recommend that someone in need call this number well as a former veteran myself serving in iraq from 06 to 07 if i would have known about this line because again when you're overseas you get used to a structure and then when you return back home you don't have that very same structure even though it's a very dangerous environment that you're serving in, you get used to what's coming at you And then when you come back home, you expect everything to be going the same as if you were in the deployment. That's why when you have individuals who who have like some nightmares, some flashbacks, maybe from things that they may see, they could just see construction workers working on a building, being on a rooftop. And then to, to the civilian population, it's just people working. But to the actual veteran, they're used to that structure where they've done security checks and everything. They might respond to it differently. So, again, if I knew about this line when I came back, I would have definitely accessed it because there were some stressors that I was going through of my own. Nothing with behavioral health, just some stressors that I was going through. And it's something that when talking to someone that knows and that has been there, they could tell you some of the coping strategies that they had to do in order to maintain their physical well-being. Once again, give us that helpline number. That's one eight five five vet talk Thank you very much. I have been speaking with Terrell McCain, Program Manager, Vets for Warriors. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.